So what is a salvage title vehicle and why is the market surrounding salvage vehicles changing in 2022 and 23? What we may find is the salvage title availability may be greatly diminished in the coming months and years. And here's why. First of all, there's an article from the Division of Automotive Repair Industry where they talk about why the total frequency has increased. Here's a chart showing how many salvage titles have been issued. And what does a salvage title look like? Well, first of all, it'll have salvage stamped on it in big letters. And this is a permanent title designation. It's not something that can be undone. Some states allow you to convert it to rebuilt, but it'll always have a brand on the title. Almost all salvage titles were issued by an insurance agency or insurance company and it requires a certain type of application for a salvage title that has a great deal of requirements for inspections and for documentation. It can include being wrecked, disassembled, dismantled, substantially altered, or sustained damage not covered by an insurer with certain limitations. So why would an insurance company issue a salvage title for a vehicle? Easy question is it's required under law. The federal law requires that if a vehicle has sustained a certain amount of significant damage, they have to, and they pay a claim, they have to issue a title that reflects that damage. And the reason why is because the government does not want future owners of this vehicle, even five or 10 years down the road, to not be aware that the vehicle has had that significant damage event. It's a protect the interests of future owners. Even if the vehicle is repaired, even if it's put back on the road, the position of the government is that they want people to know that this vehicle has a history because that history stays with the vehicle. So what are the thresholds? Well, some states have individual thresholds for percentages, as we see here, 70, 75%, 50%, some states are 100%. However, even within those percentages, there's a lot of subjective opinion. Even if you say, well, I'm in North Carolina, my vehicle did not sustain 75%, you may find that the insurance company still is going to put a salvage brand on the vehicle. Bottom line is that if they took ownership of the vehicle, if they paid a total loss claim, more than likely it's gonna have crossed this threshold. And why would there be more of them on the road or more of them issued? Well, inflation is driving up repair costs. Up until last couple years, the repair costs remained about the same. But now with supply chain issues, inflation on parts, um, labor costs going up, it doesn't take much to have a repair estimate exceed 50, 60, 70% of the book value of the vehicle. Talk about national industry repairable appraisals. You see what happened in 2021, it went through the roof. And that's the reason why. Total loss, may, many correlate with end of life, won't be put back on the road, but some cars can be rebuilt safely, but there are plenty that aren't. That's why in the last, I don't know, maybe two and a half or three years, you're seeing more vehicles that are processed under a certificate of destruction or parts only. Something where the vehicle is not able to be put back on the road. It's not able to be fixed. And that's not a challenge to you. It's more of what the government says it is. And it used to be that you could shop around different states for titling. That doesn't happen anymore because there's a national database 
of these salvage vehicles called the National Motor Vehicle Title Information System. And it's something where states have to share information. The reason why is because they don't want a driver who has no idea their vehicle looked like this to have their title washed. And this is an example of a total lost claim that may have a altered title history. Repair settlements average in the 70% range difference between the initial estimate and the final repair is what's called a supplemental. So if the repair shop, body shop, first looks at a vehicle and they come up with a repair estimate of 5,600, once they take out all the parts and disassemble the vehicle, they may find other damage that makes the final appraised estimate $10,000. So there could be a jump, meaning that the original estimate may not cross the threshold, but the final estimate may cross the threshold. And that only really affects people if the vehicle is retained by the customer or it's not fixed at all. This is a very good reason why insurers are starting to go to non-repairable junk parts only titles. So what do you do if you have a vehicle that is a salvage title? The first thing you want to do is check the National Motor Vehicle Title Information System to make sure that the vehicle is a salvage and not a parts only vehicle. If it is a salvage, you have to check to see what are the requirements in your state for filing for a salvage. This happens to be Oregon. Every state's different. Some states are more strict. However, there are some states that also require you to go back and have the vehicle inspected and processed from the state where the title was issued. So if you got this salvage title, let's say from Nevada, and you live, let's say, in Idaho, you may not be able to process this salvage title in Idaho. You might have to go back to Nevada to have the vehicle inspected. So you have to check the background of what is allowable on your vehicle. And you can see, like we talked about before, the total lost share of claim count went up. I mean, 20% of claims on vehicles, 21%, are now total losses. 2021 is a little bit lower because less people were driving, but it's up significantly even from five or six years ago. What you're going to find is as these total loss claims go higher, we estimate it's going to be a quarter of all claims in calendar year 22, you're also going to find that a lot of these total loss claims are not going to be issued salvage titles. They will be issued junk or parts only titled, sold through Copart, sold through IAA auto auction to make sure the cars don't go back on the road. The insurance companies don't want them on the road. The DMV doesn't want them back on the road. So if you're a repairer, somebody who fixes these cars up, make sure you're doing it correctly because they're going to be cracking down on that. They're going to be making sure that this isn't happening. There's something they're aware of is what's called uh, curb stoning. And they talk about it in this article. Curb stoning is an illegal scheme, meaning that unlicensed dealers will buy these cars from Copart and say the vehicles was their own personal car and they're selling it. But in reality, they bought it at an auction, put it back together, not necessarily using the proper frame alignment and factory specs, and put it back on the road. And if you skip over an owner who didn't sign the title, it sometimes can mislead the next buyer. Sometimes people will take a VIN from another car to register the salvage title. The DMV and the insurance companies are aware of this. That's why this article came out just a few days ago, the end of January. And they're cracking down because the Collision Industry Conference, they want to work with the insurance companies. They do not want these vehicles back on the road. And they do not want people to be driving around cars that have this prior significant damage and the DMVs don't either all the DMV commissioners are on record saying they don't want these salvage titles back on the road because it's unknown how well they're repaired and they don't want future owners 
to be saddled with vehicles that will have excess repair problems or sustainability problems. So double check your salvage title. Make sure that you have a means to get it back on the road, whether it's a rebuilt or as a, a repaired vehicle and check with your state to find out what kind of inspections it's going to need and what kind of fees go along with that process.